gaze at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. If you didn't know already, one-third of the game often gets missed, and one-third of the team often goes untalked about because most people don't talk about the special teams. But that's not going to happen on this channel because we understand the importance of special teams. In fact, Alex, if you remember right, twice last year on Wow That's Bold, I predicted big games for the special teams. Thank God they didn't let me down. They did not let you down, <laughs> Ant. Uh, they, they didn't let you down. Uh, much like you going for it on fourth and forever when we coached together, uh, always seemed to somehow work or yeah. didn't blow up in our face, which is absolutely incredible because I was a guy, Ant, when I started coaching, who was very fond of punting the football. As, as a punter, I appreciated the art of flipping said field. Um, Ant, not so much. Uh-uh. C- keep it out of their hands. Let's just go. Let's just go score all the time. And it worked out a lot. But at the NFL level, yeah. different coaching, different type of players. The one percent of the one percent. And special teams becomes a very vital part of the game. And the Niners experienced highs and lows last year with the special teams. And now we're going to talk about the special team studs coming into 2022. So comment down below right now who you think they are, who you think we're going to bring up. Because right now, and I want to start with my boy, Mitch Wisnowski. Now, when I say my boy. Everyone knows that I say that lovingly and also dislikingly because Mitch Wisnowski drives me absolutely insane with his inability or inconsistency, let's go with, to flip the field when he punts said football, Ant. We saw some good stuff last year. We also saw some nifty punting late in the season in terms of his knuckler just hanging up in the air and causing problems for teams and special teams, them botching punts, Niners able to recover and get extra possessions out of it and because of it. So... What I want to see from Mitch Wisnowski this year is the continual development of him as a punter, helping this special teams unit and this coverage unit out, because we are losing some speed guys on the outside in Trent Sherfield, as well as, oh my goodness gracious, Trenton Cannon. I blanked there for half of a second, Ant. You still uh, pulled it out. Just, well done. Just barely. But they're losing two extremely talented gunners on the outside that made it very easy for Mitch to be able to put the ball wherever he wanted. So he's going to have to be very crafty this year until we figure out who those guys are and whether or not we have those same types of studs on the outside as we do in other areas of the special team unit. Because as we know, we did add a bunch of new players this year to the roster, specifically guys and who had special teams ability and their their big plus was special teams play. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's an it's a new thought process with this special teams unit. Uh, you know, the way that they were handling things with Richie Hightower was more like letting it come to them. They weren't going out there and imposing their will. And with Richie Hightower moving on uh, and, and Brian Snyder coming in, there is going to be a philosophy change. Kyle Yushek even said it. We are the aggressor now. And I think that's what's going to happen with this special teams unit. And I like that. I like when you get that aggressive nature. We've seen D'Amico Ryans employ that on defense. We've seen Kyle Shanahan employ that on offense. And now it's a complete team philosophy because Brian Schneider is going to do the same thing. And what they did is they asked him, hey, what do we need to do to fix this special teams to make it better? How is it going to go from being the 31, 31st best special teams to being one of the top 
And he said, I need to get certain players. And so they asked him which guys he wanted, and he put out a list. And he got some of those guys on the list. And I think one of the big ones that he got right away was Oren Burks, uh, the linebacker. And he, he said, this is one of my number one guys. It made it easy to, uh, because D'Amico Ryans wanted him on defense as well. And you bring him in, he's an absolute stud on the special teams uh, side of the ball. Uh, he gets things done. He's a Pro Bowl caliber player. Anytime you can add a Pro Bowl special teamer to your team, it makes your team so much better. I'm super excited about the fact Oren Burks is coming in and the things he's going to be able to do. And he's going to be one guy that can help Mitch Wisnowski by getting down there, securing these tackles, and hopefully pinning the other team inside the 10 a little bit more uh, than normal. The other person that could help that as well is Ray Ray McLeod because maybe he can flip you know, the, the field on his own and then Mitch doesn't have to punt from farther away. Very, very true. And Ray McLeod is an interesting one because Kyle Shanahan brought him in specifically because of his wide receiving ability. It had nothing to do with special teams. He wanted him here because of what he could do as a wideout. Well, they added benefit. He can do stuff as a returner. Now, if he holds on to the football and he secures said football and there's no fumbling issues for Ray McLeod, then this becomes a huge, huge benefit plus right. for the 49ers. Because last year in the punt game, <laughs> in the punt return game, uh, to say it mildly, uh, Brandon Ayuk was something something no one wanted to ever see near the football um did not want it at all right and that was the talk right alex all offseason everyone wanted brandon Ayuk, except for maybe us i think we were some i of the was ones. hesitant yeah you you were hesitant i was hesitant yeah. we on the channel were like look if it ends up happening like good great wonderful ba like that's fine but i would prefer that's not the, the go-to option like let's let him focus on being a whiteout and then he ended up being the guy the whole season. And after about five games, it was like, dude, what is this dude doing? Stop letting the ball hit the ground. Can we get this guy out of there? Can we just can we put the towel boy out there? I think the towel boy, the ball boy would be better at catching the football on, on punts than B.A. was. Right. And when it came down to it, it ended up being Travis Benjamin. When it came True. to it being the big games of the innocence, True. Travis Benjamin was the one that handled those, which is what we thought. It was going to be Travis Benjamin, but he had to make the roster. That's why I like what you brought up about, you know, Ray Ray McLeod being a guy Kyle Shannon wanted on offense. He's going to be on this roster. So him handling this is not going to be a problem for the 49ers. True. But it's a vast improvement over what we've gotten over the last several years from the 49ers. I don't I can't remember the last time we had a dynamic punt returner. Maybe Ted Ginn. I think it's the last time I had a punt returner that I was like, oh my gosh, that guy can make something happen. Yep. And so um, do you think that Ray Ray McLeod can be that guy that he can make things happen as a punt returner? Listen, I haven't seen I've seen him do some nice stuff, but I haven't seen that like Ted Ginn levels of niceness in the return game but yeah he doesn't have that kind of speed listen I, at the end of the day for me all i want is the bridge because the bridge puts us in a better spot right the bridge between what we've had and what ted again was in san francisco the middle ground puts us in a much better better spot so if he's just that then we're good if he's an elevation over ba then we're in a great spot because ba had some nice returns some decent returns and then a lot of questionable decision making and sitting there going why 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 is this happening why why are you doing this to me Brandon, I love you. Stop doing this to me. I, I I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to cringe every time there's a punt knowing that you're back there to return. If if we have an elevation of just that in, in that game, the confidence that will provide, that puts us in a better spot. You talked about being able to not be pinned back as far, being able to get out a little bit further and have a couple couple butts. They don't have to end up in touchdowns, but a couple 30, 40 yard returns to put you at the 40, put you at the 50, put it, put you at the enemy's territory in the 40, 35 yard line. Then we're in a better spot all season long. And it takes pressure off these guys. But like you talked about Schneider, he wanted new guys. He wanted new pieces, new, new names in here. Ant. wanted some more help. And he got it also in the, in the, in George Odom. 
uh, another guy who comes in very secure tackler doesn't miss a lot of tackles on defense in the box and then on the special teams area as well finds himself in in great spots and great positions and brings guys down in space so i'm liking the pieces and the names that they've brought in and and who knows and maybe the special teams coordinator is actually going to be the biggest stud of them all because of this change in philosophy that you talked about this idea of taking it to the opponent rather than waiting and reacting and making them make the first move conway no <laughs> f the first move conway before they even get a chance to make a first move you put them on the ground and we're going to become iceland we're going to be Iceland this year. I love it. I, I love the Mighty Duck references. So so well done. It was a mixture of D3 and D2 together. Do my best. Uh, it is glorious. And I think when it comes down to it, Schneider is going to bring that attitude he had with Seattle you know, to the 49ers. And he keeps talking about how much he likes the 49ers franchise because of physicality. And, and that is spanned through Harbaugh all the way into Kyle Shanahan and the way that they approach, you know, offense, defense, and now special teams is you want those guys that can go out there and make plays. George Odom and Oren Burks on special teams are going to be dynamite tacklers. They're going to be able to get people on the ground. The difference in field position you know, can vastly change by how your special teams plays. The fact the 49ers overcame a 31st best special teams unit in 2021 and almost got to the Super Bowl. Imagine what they're going to do with a even top 15 special teams in the league. It could be completely different. Now, they needed to go out there and get these guys because Marcel Harris is gone. You know, they were losing other players. You brought up Trenton Cannon. You know, you, you brought up Trent Sherfield. These guys are gone. They had to replace them. But what they did was not just replace them with guys who are young guys who could step up, but with guys who have already proven to do it at, so, at the highest level. And bringing those guys is, is very important. And then you already have carryover players. You know, you have a Demetrius Flanagan Fowles. So now your linebacker core, you know, with Oren Brooks and Flanagan Fowles as the backups are guys that can get it done on special teams that are just as important to your unit on special teams as they would be as playing backup linebacker. I love the way they're approaching special teams, and I think you're right. I think Brian Schneider might be the ultimate special team stud, and what a move by Kyle Shannon to go get a guy like him that's going to go take it to teams. No longer are we going to wait, but we're going to bring it to you. Punch you right square in the mouth, anti. I, there's nothing more I can ask. No. All three phases of the game just come out and punch you right in the mouth and, and see see what happens. Don't, will we don't get a get will we get a fake punt this year? I imagine we're going to. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, right? We I got imagine. we've people have been asking for that for a long time. Can we get a fake? Can we get something? I think it's almost a guarantee now with Brian Schneider. There's gonna be something interesting that happens from this guy. He's gonna want to set the tone. I love it. And I want him to set the tone all over the opponents all game long from opening kickoff to uh Final sounding of said scoreboard and buzzer in the fourth quarter. And I want four quarters of dominating special teams because it's going to make the game uh, one third easier in a shocking turn of events. We do math here in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And if, if we're one third better uh, because of special teams, you would have to think this puts this team, you know, in a better situation overall. I think, True. you know, it was one of those things that was maybe forgotten last year. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people talked about the special teams when it was bad, but no one really talked about when it was good and the impact it had on the team. Having a consistent special teams, we saw it with Harbaugh's teams. Mm -hmm. That complementary football, all three phases working together, was very indicative of why they won football games all through 2011. 2011 especially was because of that. And I think that if the 49ers can have all three phases playing together, and then the, the top flight levels like a defense play in the top five, and the special team unit improves into the top 15, this team has the potential to go ahead and do some major damage in the playoffs, maybe we'll get a kick return for a touchdown. Maybe we'll get a punt return for a touchdown. And by God, we'll get a fake punt. Oh. 
all of those things are great. And if we get all those things in one season, it's going to be like a miracle or something because nobody's expected it. Look, TCC, let us know who you think these special team studs are. Is it any of the guys, guys we named or is it someone else entirely that you think we left off and missed? We want to hear from you. Comment down below. And while you're doing that, don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell. And because you know what? This is a great conversation here because if the special teams improves and maybe this is the area that Kyle Shanahan needed to improve all along. It was just this, nothing else at all, period. Not even a little bit. <laughs> I, I like where you're going with that. And, you know, maybe, maybe this is an area, well, we know this is an area that needed to be returned <laughs> or uh, get better, improved. And I think they've done that. You know, I, I think they've really having improved this uh, part of the roster. And I think it's only going to get better because I do think that some of the young guys that they've drafted along the way, whether that's an Aubrey Thomas, you know, a Diamond Nora, Samuel Womack, are going to be able sure. to make impacts for the 49ers on special teams. And they're going to need it because you know who's probably not playing special teams as much this year? Talano Hufanga. Marcel Harris is gone. Uh, so they need an influx in talent. I think they got it. So I'm excited about this special teams unit. Agreed. And, and who knows? Maybe it's Ombre Thomas. Maybe Ombre Thomas is one of those guys that could step up and be a stud as well. We're going we're gonna to have to wait to find out. Training camp will give us some insight. I can't wait for, for special teams day at training camp. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Just, just don't take pictures of the long snap. No, just not. Horse, <laughs> don't do it. Don't don't you do it. Don't you take the pictures of that long snap and take a pepper. Look, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll catch you on the next one, TCC. And until that time, stay safe. I remember the right way. Is always the 49ers way. way.